Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillah, elhamdülillah Rabbil alemin. Ve la'akibetu lil-muttaqin ve la'advan illa al-zalimin. Ve eşhedü en la ilahe illallah vahdahu la şerike lehu ve rabbil alemin. Ve eşhedü enne seyyidena ve nebiyena Muhammeden abduhu ve rasuluhu. El-mab'uthu rahmeten lil-alemin. Sallallahu ta'ala aleyhi ve ala alihi ve ashabihi ecma'in. Amma ba'd. My dear respected brothers and sisters in Islam. Assalamu alaykum ve rahmetullahi ve barakatuhu. Inshallah, tonight we would like to go over some of the ayat of the Quran that pertain to dua. As the last 10 nights of Ramadan have begun and the time for seeking the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the time for guaranteeing our forgiveness and entrance into Jannah is coming to an end as we need to ensure that we have been granted deliverance from the fire of Jahannam and we have been granted admittance into Jannah before this Ramadan passes by. And as the Layatul Qadr is approaching, one of the last 10 odd nights could be tonight, the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 25th, 27th, 29th night. These are the nights of Ibadah. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said Ad-du'a'u mukhul ibadah That making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala This is the actual essence of ibadah This is the whole purpose of ibadah To seek help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'in Only you do we worship, O oh Allah And only from you we seek help, O oh Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that we ask from him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like that we do not ask from him as the Arabic poet he mentioned Allahu yaghdabu in tarakta su'alahu wa bunayya adama in sa'altahu fayaghdabu that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he becomes angry with the servant of his with the slave of his who stops asking from him stops begging from him Allahu yaghdabu in tarakta su'alahu Allah Ta'ala becomes upset if you stop asking from him and on the other hand the son of Adam the human being is such that if you ask him a few times then he will become angry why are you bugging me why are you annoying me so this is the difference between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and human beings we get upset when people beg us, when people uh, when people ask from us, people bug us. Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gets upset when a person stops asking from him. So dua is the essence of ibadah. It is the essence of our salah, it is the essence of our zakat, it is the essence of our hajj. All the ibadah that we perform, the essence of all of them is that we are seeking from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guidance, hidayat. Rahmat, mercy, maghfirah, forgiveness, afiyah, salama, in this dunya and the akhirah, well-being, happiness, contentment, health and wealth. All of these are we are asking from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the essence of our ibadah. And to ensure that our du'as are accepted, there are some etiquettes of du'a that we need to maintain. 
First etiquette is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Ud'ullaha wa antum muqinuna bil ijabah Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala While you are convinced And you have yaqeen That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer your call Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer your prayer Have this yaqeen, have this conviction As it is mentioned in a hadith Qudsi that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ana inda dhanni abdi bi. I treat my servant the way he has expectations in me. If we have high expectations from Allah and we have good expectations from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he will answer our calls, he will answer our prayers, he will accept them, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most definitely will do so. But if we ourselves are not sure whether a dua will be accepted or not, and we doubt that we doubt its acceptance then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if he wishes he may reject that dua otherwise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Samir Mujib he's the one who responds to the duas he hears the duas so we should have this conviction that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is accepting my dua and the etiquettes of making dua include that a person should be in a state of tahara to purify his clothes with thiyabaka fatahir should fawalli wajhaka shatr al-masjid al-haram face the qibla like we do in salah and should focus and concentrate in his dua should innamal a'malu bin niyat the actions are based upon intentions the intention should not be to impress anyone else to impress anyone else to show off to anyone else Right, as Allah Taala says, "وَقَدِمْنَا إِلَى مَا عَمِلُوا مِنْ عَمَلٍ فَجَعَلْنَاهُ هَبَاءً مَنْثُورًا." People will bring mountains of good deeds, but they will be turned into dust. They will have no value. They will have no value because they were not done with sincerity, with ikhlas. And a person should raise his hands in front of his chest, the both hands stretched out, the palms. Keeping the two palms, the two hands close together, and out and uh, not curled up, but rather stretched out, um, and start off by praising Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala loves that He is praised. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will accept the dua that begins with His praise, and. At least we all know Surah Al-Fatiha. We can recite the first ayah of Surah Al-Fatiha. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the worlds. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kama anta ahluh. O Allah, to you belongs all the praises that you truly deserve. Allahumma la nuhsi thala'an alayk. O Allah, we cannot praise you the way you deserve to be praised. Anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. You can only be described by yourself. You are the only one who can fulfill the right of, of describing your own greatness. You are Allah. How can we, as we creation of yours, fully describe you and your greatness? Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of one's ability. And call out to Allah ta'ala with his names and his attributes. Thereafter, we should make salawat on Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Send salutations on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Send salawat and salam. And 
the one of the best forms is the one that we recite in the salah the durud ibrahimi allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad kama sallaita ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim innaka hamidum majid allahumma barik ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad kama barakta ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim innaka hamidum majid right keep in mind allah ta'ala as he says wa idha sa'alaka ibadi anni when my slaves ask you regarding me fa inni qareeb tell them i'm very near wajibu da'wat ad-da'i idha da'ani I respond to the caller when he calls out unto me. فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ So they should call out to me and believe in me so they can be rightly guided. Allah Ta'ala says, وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ مُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ And your Lord, Rabb, Allah Ta'ala says, اُدْعُونِي Make dua to me, أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ I will respond to your duas. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ أَنْ عِبَادَتِي those who are so arrogant that they do not want to worship me and they do not want to make dua to me, they will enter the fire of Jahannam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants that we call unto Him. And when He accepts the dua, either He will, number one, grant us exactly what we had asked from Him, if He deems it appropriate for us and it is in our best interest, then He will grant us that. Or if he chooses not to, then number two, he will avert a calamity due to the barakah of that dua that was destined to come our way, to fall upon us and to afflict us. He will remove the calamity by virtue of the dua. And number three, if that is not what he decides, then the final decision is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep an amazing reward in the Jannah, in the Akhirah, in the hereafter uh, due to that dua which Allah Ta'ala chose not to answer it in the physical world and when the people on the Day of Judgment will see how great their reward will be for the duas that they made that were not granted in the worldly life then from the bottom of their hearts they will desire that not a single dua of mine should have been granted in the worldly life so I could store it all up for this great, unimaginable um, reward in the hereafter. So the du'as will be accepted in one of these three ways. And each one of them is a benefit for the believer. It's no loss, nothing to worry about, no loss to be afraid of. It's only a benefit, inshallah. You will get his du'a answered immediately or a calamity will be averted that was about to befall him and the third choice is that Allah Ta'ala will grant him an amazing reward in the hereafter so it is a win-win situation for the believer for the one who makes dua to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala with wudu, with clean clothes with attention, with ikhlas facing the qibla, raising the hands praising Allah Ta'ala, sending salawat on Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that is how far we had gotten sending salawat on Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam the reason the scholars mention this is because when we send salawat on Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam we are saying Allahumma salli ala Muhammad O oh Allah send your choices blessings and mercies upon our master Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam so Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the, the uh, Habibullah 
or the Mahbub of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves him more than anyone else, more than anything else. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will definitely accept this dua and will send more mercies upon Rasulullah on our behalf for because we have asked him. So this is such a dua which is guaranteed acceptance. And at the end of the dua, again we send salawat on Rasul which will be guaranteed accepted dua. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the first dua and if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the last dua then it does not befit Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reject the duas in between. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not accept the first and last and reject the middle ones. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept all of the duas that are made in between as well. So this is how we seal our duas with salawat in the beginning and end and inshallah guarantee the acceptance of all the duas which are in between. Subhanallah. So after praising Allah Ta'ala, sending salawat on Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then we should explain our condition to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and speak to Allah Ta'ala from the bottom of our heart. Instead of reading out the duas from a book, we should communicate to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala from our heart and develop this ability to uh, remember Allah Ta'ala and to concentrate on Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and to communicate with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. This will not come naturally. We have to actually practice it until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens the doors of ma'rifat upon us and then it will come much more naturally inshallah and easy, easily. But in the beginning we will have to train our mind, we will have to train our heart to be able to focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one easy way to build up the focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that we concentrate and do the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every day morning and evening this will create within us the ability to concentrate and contemplate over Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and regarding Allah ta'ala the, the different athkar which are there in the books and the scholars have mentioned and mentioned in the different narrations of a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu you can recite subhanallah walhamdulillah wa la ilaha illallah wallahu akbar wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-ali al-azim and Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa barik wa sallam and astaghfirullah rabbi min kulli dhamm wa atubu ilayh or for short astaghfirullah we should make uh, send the tasbih on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanallah alhamdulillah tahmid and takbir and hawqala la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-ali al-azim the third kalima 100 times morning and evening 100 times salawat and on rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and 100 times istighfar seeking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so if we continue this practice of dhikr of Allah ta'ala mornings and evenings it will keep our heart in tune with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala outside of the salah, outside of dhikr time. And most definitely when we are sitting down to make dua, then it will help us in focusing on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our needs and then we ask Allah ta'ala for the needs of our family and friends and relatives and, and, and people we are connected with and we know and then for the entire ummah. We learn this etiquette from the duas in the Quran. Allah Ta'ala teaches us So all of these dua teach us to make dua first for ourselves then for our brothers and sisters of the rest of the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam 
before we start asking from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one of the etiquettes is that we express our condition to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and express our dire need that we have from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is known as ardul hal how we present our case to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is what, is what we learn from the du'as of the Anbiya alayhim salam that are preserved for us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the Quran we find that the angel uh, the, the Anbiya alayhim salam when they made dua they didn't just say oh Allah you know everything you know my condition so just help me in my condition solve my problems rather they enumerated the problems they counted it out they painted the picture for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all knowing he is all seeing all hearing He's fully aware of what's going on. Yet, this is one of the etiquettes of dua that we present to Allah Ta'ala with our own words, our condition. Like Nuh alayhi salam in Surah Nuh, he says, Qala Rabbi inni qawmi wa He says, Oh my Rabb, I verily invited my people in the nights as well as in the days. And as I continued to invite them, they only started running away more and more from me instead of coming closer they, they started running away and going farther away from me so he's pouring out his heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about his problems and he goes off and he goes on with many details of this talking to Allah ta'ala giving the detailed condition that he is suffering from and every time I used to invite any one of them with my intention being that you may forgive them I was inviting them for their forgiveness so that you can forgive them and they would be the primary beneficiary and the benef- the ones who would benefit from the maqfirah. Instead of um, recognizing that uh, I am inviting them for their own benefit and thanking me for that, rather what happened is جَعَلُوا أَصَابِعَهُمْ فِي أَذَانِهِمْ They pushed their fingers down into their ears. The scholars mentioned that in the Arabic language for the pores of the finger, for the uh, the front, the top part of the fingers there is a specific word anabil but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not use that word here he used the word asabir which means the entire finger up to the the joint where it uh, joins the hand the, the palm of the hand so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that they were inserting the fingers with so much force as if it, if it was possible for the whole finger to go down the ear canal then they would have done so they entered their fingers him into their ears to block out the sound of the invitation and the da'wah of Nuh alayhi they covered their faces with their material they did not want to even see my face and and they were persevering in that and they were uh, steadfast in their kufr in their shirk and they were very arrogant with me then Nuh alayhi did not stop and ask for help yet he still goes on then I invited all them in the public gatherings and I thought it might work if I invite them publicly then I invited them both openly and if that didn't work then I went and spoke to them secretly in private I invited them privately secretly and I told them that you should seek forgiveness from your Lord Verily, He is the one who will forgive your sins.
right this continues on so we can see how Nuh is presenting to Allah Ta'ala his case this is something that we need to do we need to talk to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and tell him about our problems we should not have this attitude all that you know Allah is aware he knows what's going on I don't need to repeat it to him this is something that you know to great extent we saw Nuh doing and other Anbiya doing Ibrahim it's pretty obvious where he left Hajar and Ismail in the desert but when he makes dua for them he tells to Allah Ta'ala Rabbana inni askantu min dhurriyati Oh my Rabb, oh my Allah I have left my wife and, and, and son or his wife at that point and then later on after his son was born, born then his son as well Biwadin in a valley without a single blade of grass without any vegetation in the Baytikal Muharram near your sacred house O oh Allah I have left them I have abandoned them there alone because it was your command now the fact that it's a valley without a blade of grass is known to Allah Ta'ala yet Ibrahim is repeating it in the valley without a blade of grass رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ Oh Allah, make them among those who establish the salah فَجَعَلَ أَفِيدَةً مِّنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ And make the hearts of the people inclined towards them like them and support them and come to live with them وَرْزُقْهُمْ مِّنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ And provide them the provision, the risk even that of fruits which is an additional item for dessert they can eat it for enjoyment Provide them not only the staple diet but also fruits. So that they may be thankful, so that they may be grateful. Even Musa when he makes when Allah Ta'ala sends him out to go to speak uh, and invite Fir'aun towards Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him that job and he tells him, Now you have to go. You have been granted prophethood, now go and invite Fir'aun. Then uh, Musa salam, he makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Rabbi shrahli sadri Oh my Lord expand for me my chest So that I am able to uh, bear this great responsibility And oh Allah make my task and my matter uh, easy for me And oh Allah solve the problem that I have particular problem of stuttering in my tongue so this shows us that if you have specific issues we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specific issues we should not rely on the general words of the dua that encompass everything that is good to have as umbrella coverage to ensure anything we missed does not get left behind and comprehensive du- duas of that nature like Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana Oh Allah, we ask for you good in this world and good in the hereafter and save us from the torment of the fire. So this is a good concluding dua. We don't want to start with this dua and, th- and then that's it. Or if you start with it, then we, it's fine. Nothing wrong with making this dua first. But rather, it should not be our last dua. Uh, on, and it should not be our only dua. It could be the last one, it could be the first one, no problem with that. But it should not be our only dua. And then we you know we have this attitude that we ask for everything good of this life and everything in the good and the hereafter. So what did we leave behind? Nothing. 
We should not do that. Look at this. Musa is saying, Oh Allah, solve the problem that I have of stuttering. So how am I going to speak to Fir'aun in his court when I have a stuttering problem? If you solve it, then they will be under, able to understand my words. And oh Allah, ask from you that you grant me a helper and supporter from my family, Haruna Akhi, my brother Harun salam. Make him a partner in my affair of prophethood. Then we will abundantly uh, uh, recite your tasbih and glorify you, and we will remember you abundantly. Verily, you have been watching us, and you will be watching us in the future, and you will see us, and you will be happy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Allah ta'ala said Oh Musa salam, You have been granted what you requested And your dua is accepted So specifically asking our needs Is liked by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala At the same time you have to remember That we should always Recite the and make dua With the comprehensive words to ensure If something we forgot to mention Then it would be covered And it is mentioned in the hadith Yuhibbul jawami' min al-ad'iyah the Nabi Muhammad used to like the comprehensive words in dua. So we should not give those up as well. And definitely one beautiful dua that was one Sahabi asked Rasulullah Ya Rasulullah, you have taught us so many duas, but it's hard for us to remember. You have asked from Allah Ta'ala so many things, it's hard for us to remember all the things you asked for. And Ya Rasulullah, you have sought refuge in Allah Ta'ala from so many things. It's hard for us to remember what you have sought refuge from. So how can you help us in this regard? Then Rasulullah gave him a very easy formula. He said, whoever will make the following dua, then they will uh, get all of their needs fulfilled and Allah Ta'ala will protect them from all calamities. And what is the dua? Allahumma inna nas'aluka Allahumma inna nas'aluka min kulli ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Oh Allah, we ask from you from all the khair and all the goodness that are your beloved Habib Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam and we seek refuge in you from all the different forms of evil that your beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi has sought refuge in you from Antal Musta'an and from you we seek help so this is a dua if you don't remember the Arabic words then at least we can read this dua in our own language whether it's English or Urdu whatever language it is that oh Allah oh, your beloved Rasul everything that he asks you we ask you the same and everything he sought refuge in you from we seek refuge in you from the same so this will be a very comprehensive way to end the dua and then when we conclude the dua then we again recite sal- uh, praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and salawat on Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and for example we can recite the last ayat from Surah Al-Safat right before uh, uh, wherein Allah ta'ala says subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun and then wa salamun ala al-mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen These are 
concluding duas or وَصَلَّ تَعَالَى عَلَىٰ خَيْرِ خَلْقِهِ سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ So this has the words of the salawat that we can recite at the end. So we praise Allah and we send salawat on Rasulullah at the end of the dua. And we try to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the moments when the duas are most readily accepted. That These include the last one third of the night, the time for suhoor, the time right before iftar, uh, and um, right, there are other times when the du'as are accepted between the two khutbahs on Jumu'ah and uh, right before Maghrib on the day of Jumu'ah and on blessed Mubarak days the du'as are accepted uh, etc but uh, in, on, on these nights it should be at all the odd nights we should make du'a particularly the 27th night and um, at the time of suhoor at the time of iftar let us be punctual with regards to making du'as at these times. Unfortunately, many times we are so busy cooking and preparing uh, and the iftar meal that we miss the opportunity to make du'a before iftar. But instead of making du'a for just one minute or two minutes, we should try to uh, make du'a for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, as long as possible. And, and as we build up our uh, connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it'll be easier for us to make du'a for longer periods of time. So this is uh, uh, really important insha'Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easier for all of us to observe these etiquettes. Not only make dua to Allah ta'ala in the, the times when the duas are accepted. Laylatul Qadr insha'Allah make us among those who worship on Laylatul Qadr. And get all of our maghfirah secured by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before the end of the month of Ramadan. Wa akhir da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.